welcome back to We The People Podcast. We got another good episode for you, but like we always do at this time, we do the Constitution of the United States, which is Amendment 17, Senators elected by popular vote. The Senate of the United States shall be composed of two Senators from each state elected by the people thereof for six years, and each Senator shall have one vote. The electors in each state shall have the qualifications for electors of the most numerous branch of the state legislatures. When vacancies happen in the uh, representation of any state in the Senate, the executive authority of such state shall issue rights of elections of election to fill such vacancy, provided that the legislature of any state may empower the executive thereof to make temporary appointments until the people fill the vacancy by election as the elect as the legislature may direct. This amendment shall not be so construed as to affect the election or term of any senator chosen before it becomes valid as part of the Constitution. That is Amendment 17. We'll be right back here in just a bit. Welcome back to We the People podcast. This is the three segments we have for tonight. 24 American soldiers injured in Iraq, Syria, U.S. base drone attacks. Family of Maine shooter claims he hallucinated people were talking about him at Bowling Alley Bar. And then North Carolina's new voting map could flip multiple House seats for Republicans. Let's get started. 24 American soldiers injured in Iraq, Syria, U.S.-based drone attacks. Two dozen Americans have been injured amid drone attacks at United States military bases in Iraq and Syria. U.S. military officials have announced that the largest attack on the U.S. facility occurred on October 18th when 20 troops received minor injuries after numerous one-way drones hit Al-Taf, Garrison in southern East Syria. Officials stated that all personnel that were injured have now returned to duty. On the same day, numerous drones targeted the U.S. and its allies in two separate strikes in an al-Assad air base in western Iraq, injuring four people. The same day, a U.S. citizen working as a contractor died after going into cardiac arrest during a shelter-in-place order at the installation. Brigadier General Patrick Ryder, who is Pentagon Press Secretary, spoke on the matter. What we are seeing is the prospect for more significant escalation against U.S. forces and personnel across the region in the very near term coming from Iranian proxy forces, ultimately from Iran, Ryder said. 
According to officials, on October 19th, U.S. and coalition forces suffered rocket attacks in three, dis in three distinct, distinct places, but the assaults did not result in injuries or structural damage. The Washington Post stated that the three targeted sites that day were, mis were mission support site in Syria, in Iraq, and of course in the Baghdad Diplomatic Support Center in Iraq. Additionally, additional strikes were launched over the next three days with one-way drones targeting unoccupied regions in Iraq and bombing um, once more. So, as you can see, we've had American soldiers that are only there for um, uh, support. And then what did I say before that was going to happen with this type of situation was seeing that that just going in there as support for whether if it's for medical, whether if it's to be to help out with making strategy or data that Iran and Hamas are not going to care what are, are not going to care what American soldiers are there for. Was I not right? And has Joe Biden done anything about it yet so far? We have not heard anything of him doing anything. Not putting, not not putting out a statement saying, "Hey, if you don't by you, by you injuring our American soldiers and American citizens, we're we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna get you. We know where you at. We know where you're located. I have sights on you right this very minute." Just the way how Trump did. He can do the exact same thing. And I don't understand why he doesn't. I don't get it. Because the only ones that are getting affected here, it's not him. And I'm sick of him trying to use his son that did not die in combat. He he makes lies for every every situation on his sons, his, uh, his wife, um, him. He's had more jobs than who knows what. And he's only carried one job in 50 years plus years, and that's just being a, a politician and a damn good lying politician. Excuse my French. So, on that note, let's go ahead and let's just say that he needs to start to do something because, I'm sorry, we don't need another Vietnam to where our soldiers are going to get killed and we don't do nothing about it. We don't need that. We need a little backbone. We need to show strength because we do have the most powerful military in the world Start to, Joe Biden, start to act like it. Start to do your job like you're supposed to. Because we do have the most powerful military in the world. And they are capable of handling any situation. Because of the fact they are all volunteers. And because of them being all volunteers, they are ready to do their job. For the American people and for everybody around the world to be free. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to We The People podcast. This is the second segment for tonight's episode. His family of Maine shooter claims he hallucinated people were talking about him at Bowling Alley Bar. According to his sister-in-law, the suspect in the Maine shooting, Robert Card, was having a mental health crisis and told his family members that he heard people talking about him inside the bar and bowling alley, where he is suspected of opening fire on Wednesday. He truly believed he was hearing people say things. This is all, this all just happened within the last few months, said Katie O'Neill, who is married to Card's brother. I have known Rob my whole life. He is quite he is quiet, but the most loving, hardworking, and kind person that I know. But in the past year he had an acute episode of mental health, O'Neill added. Following the Wednesday night rampage at just in time recreation bowling alley in Skimmage's bar and grill in Lewiston. A fugitive warrant has been issued for the arrest of 40-year-old Card. Follow the incident, authorities verified that at least 13 people were injured and 18 people were killed. According to O'Neill, Card even began wearing powerful hearing aids in the days before the shooting in order to better hear his hallucinations. He would get mad and claim that we didn't believe him. We tried to listen to him and tell him that nobody was talking about him. Yesterday, as the story was unfolding, we prayed that Rob had nothing to do with this. But when we heard that the two places where the shooting happened, my husband rushed home. Based on the corpses that have been identified thus far, Card and Army Reservists, who spent two weeks in a mental health institute, hospital this summer after claiming to hear voices is now charged with eight counts of murder in connection with the shooting according to information released by law authorities during a news conference on Thursday. Colonel William Ross of the Maine State Maine State Police warned that he is armed and dangerous and has now been missing for more than 16 hours. With the assistance of state and federal authorities, the manhunt is still ongoing and residents of Lewiston, Auburn, and the other nearby cities are uh, under a shelter-in-place order as Thursday. And all of that, we've come to learn a whole heck of a lot more about him. Yeah, he was a, a... army reservist but he never served any type of deployment he was always a reservist if you have any idea what that means he is a he's basically a citizen out here in the united states he's like me and you except for he goes in for training once a month so that way he can go ahead and stay on top of his training beyond that he doesn't have any real active duty unless if uh, say that we went to war then he'd be called up to do something so where they were trying to say that that has something to do with it, no, it doesn't because, he, like I said, he's never had any type of uh, combat deployment to where you could say he had some kind of health issue from that. Uh, secondly, when he went ahead and gone to see a doctor on his mental issues, again, I said the same thing. Um, for anybody that has mental issues, 
mental issues they should not be allowed to be able to buy guns but how are you able to do that when we are protected by uh, the health act and they are a part of that too so anybody that should have mental issues that obviously if they're having to have medication for it i believe to me and strong medication to prevent them from doing any harm to anybody else especially if they're over here talking about wanting to do harm I think in those situations, there needs to be more evaluation. They should be kept into a mental institution so that way they can't harm anybody until more evaluation can take place and to see that they are fit to be a part of society. Because I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, there are people out there that can handle to be a part of society. They don't look to harm anybody. They're not looking to harm themselves. And then there's other ones that are willing to harm other people and themselves no matter what. It doesn't matter what medication they are on. Like some people, they'll be on medication and they get their medication changed and it starts to affect them and the medication has to be changed. That's that's one thing. But there's a lot of people out there that, that are not looking to try to harm anybody, never have those kind of thoughts. But you have the ones that are and the ones that are, are the ones that need to be taken off the street. Another thing is I'm tired of Joe Biden sitting here wanting to go ahead and go after the guns every single time and say that we need more guns, more stricter gun laws and more background checks when I'm sorry, none of that is going to work when you cannot in any way be able to stop a person from buying a, or from purchasing anything, any gun, if they never had any priors and they uh, if they have a man mental health issue that cannot be reported. You darn well know that people can also lie on these applications because your son has done it himself. He lied about me that he's ever taken drugs and he lied that at the time that he purchased the gun, he was on drugs. And when you have an individual like that that can lie, obviously all these background checks and everything else does not affect them. They only affect the honest, honest law-abiding citizen and that's who we need to stop affecting. We need to come up with serious solutions to keep the people that have no business buying guns, and like I said, when they have mental health issues, they have drug addict situations, they should be kept in an in a, in a institution away from people so that way they can't harm people or harm themselves that are willing to harm people and themselves and are willing to lie like how your son did. That's what I said. I'm tired of this. For this individual that they have, they weren't able to find. I right away had mentioned that with my coworkers. That hey, they, this guy obviously has to be dead. Because I'm sorry, with the you have the FBI, the state police, the you have every type of um, uh, entity helping out to try to find this individual, and you're trying to tell me that this individual is able to elude them really i don't give a care that he may know the area i don't care that he um may be hunting all the time i'm sorry an individual like that will not be able to escape the police or uh any other canine unit because canine units are able to sniff anybody out unless you're telling me that all this time what the police officers and every and every in, in, uh, institution that's out there, including the FBI, CIA, that they are wrong, wrongfully getting the getting people and putting them into prison and locking them up and putting them in uh, in court and and so saying that they're the ones at fault and they obviously have the they aren't able to do any of that if they are trying to say that this individual they could not find. And what was the actual case? The guy killed himself. These people like this that kill people, they only go to places that don't have any way to protect themselves. Where did he go to? He went to a bowling alley. He went to a bar. 
two places where you get I guarantee you on the doors they said no firearms allowed. They don't go to places to where anything can happen to them. They go to places where they're the per, they're the piranhas and everybody else is the prey. They are the predator and everybody else is the prey. That's where they go to. And then they can't stand the, they can't stand to stay in the kitchen so they take themselves out. Look at the one that in Tennessee the exact same thing happened there. The exact same thing. When had two had uh, two schools to choose from. One school had protection, the other school didn't. She took the school that didn't. Because they are predators to go after prey that can't protect themselves. Stop allowing people that don't belong in society staying in society. Stop trying to hurt the honest uh, the honest citizen out there that trying just to protect themselves and their families and quit making it to where it's easier for the predator to get these people and kill them. We'll be back. To We the People podcast this is the third segment of tonight's episode. North Carolina's new voting map could flip multiple House seats for Republicans. Republicans have passed a new congressional map through the General Assembly, boistering the party's chance of keeping the House majority in 2024. The new political district in North Carolina were officially made law on Thursday. The map divided the Tar Hill State's 14 congressional districts into 10 that favor Republicans, three for Democrats, and one competitive battleground. The move comes after the state's conservative Supreme Court majority reversed a previous decision in April that struck down the the map as illegal partisan uh, gerrymander. The Republican majority also overruled a previous decision earlier this year and found that political gerrymandering is is permitted under law. There's no doubt that the congressional map has a lean towards Republicans, said State Representative Destine Hall, Republican. Overall, are over... uh, Reaching goal in construction of this house plan was to create Republican-leaning districts where possible while avoiding double bunking incumbent House members and following traditional redistricting principles. The previous congressional map was an even split of seven Republican and seven Democrat districts. The new lines could help flip at least three congressional seats in the GOP's favor during 2024 election cycle. Not only do opposing uh, Democrats say the move lacks representation for voters, but they say it also provides partisan advantage. Just because you can you can what just because you can doesn't mean that you should, said State Representative 
a most quick Democrat. In a video posted on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, State Representative Jeff Jackson, Democrat of North Carolina, said, If either of these maps become final, it means I'm toast in Congress. On Thursday, Jackson also announced he's running for Attorney General to fight political corruption. Governor Roy Cooper, Democrat of North Carolina, is unable to veto the new maps under state law, but they are expected to be subject to multiple lawsuits. The new law comes as several states attempt to pass new redistricting maps. A federal judge ruled Georgia's political maps must be redrawn on Thursday. U.S. District Court Judge Steve Jones concluded the GOP-drawn maps violated the Voting Rights and Act diluted the power of black people. Oh my gosh. I'm sick of this whole crap with, uh, and excuse my language again, I'm just sick of this, of them saying that it affects certain people's rights. I go through the Constitution, I've done it multiple, multiple times going through the Constitution telling you what the, what the rights are. Everything is covered so that way no person in this country cannot vote. There's nothing that can stop a person from being in the race, gender, what, pol what, what political party they have, uh, whether if they're gay, straight, whether if they're married, not married, whether if they're a military, not military, whether if, um, whatever it may be, young, old, um, senile, <laughs> uh, you name it. Nothing, just basically saying nothing can prevent you from not voting. It's all in the Constitution. It covers it. There's so many so many amendments in there that cover for for every type of situation. They can't even stop you if you don't pay your taxes. They can't stop you because you're a Native American that live on reservation that don't pay taxes. Every individual in America, as long as you're a citizen, has the right to vote. Quit letting the politicians make you think that you're not able to vote. It's like here, Georgia wanting, is, is wanting to restructure. And that's what's funny. All of a sudden in North Carolina, just because it's going to get restructured, and, it's, and it happens to be that the map gets changed, that, it's going to, that supposedly it's going to be in favor of the Republicans. But yet in Georgia, they are saying that they need to restructure it so that way it can be in favor of Democrats. But they're not saying that. They're saying there's... And that's actually what they're trying to do is to favor for the Democrats. But what they're doing is trying to say it's it's taken away from the voter. And I'm sick of hearing that. If you people pay attention and you keep listening to my um, podcast, I go through the Constitution. I go through it all the time. With every episode, we do another con another amendment. And I repeat the, those amendments because I, I want everybody to understand what they are. And if, as long as you keep listening to mine, you're going to know what every amendment is. You're going to know that some of these amendments, we, we don't even do what's, what they say. For one, is there supposed to be um, bail? No, because that's part of one of the amendments. Excessive bail is not allowed. So what the Democrats are doing trying to get rid of bail they're not doing anything that's new. It's just a part of the Constitution. It's just nobody's ever followed it. And like I say, they're, they're trying to freak you out on voting rights 
when nothing can prevent you from voting. I mean, it's all covered in the Constitution. I've gone through it. People, let people know that they can listen to my podcast, if not for anything else. At least pay attention to what I'm putting in for the Constitution, and it'll tell you. Listen to it for at least that, and you'll get to know what the Constitution is, what your rights are. How is the voting system supposed to work for also the president and vice president? I mean, for everything, it's, it, it's all there. So please stop listening to these people that they're trying to say that you lose your right to vote. You don't. They can't take it away. It's in the Constitution for every person. And it don't matter who you are, what part of the country you live in. Whether, And like I said, whether if you're Native American living on a reservation where you don't have to pay taxes, you still get to vote. They can't stop you. Well, thank you for listening to tonight's uh, episode. I want to thank you, my listeners. You guys are fantastic. Please spread the word about this. If you like this content, please go ahead and press like. I need I need your help to be able to make this make this uh, um, uh, podcast grow. I really do. Also, I would just want to say thank you to thank you and God bless to our military men and women, to the men and women that serve the blue, the EMT and the uh, fire department, the doctors and nurses, because they all put their lives on the line for us, whether if it's to keep us safe on the streets or if it's to keep our life, uh, keep us alive, alive or to get a, bring us back to life. They're all important. They all do a significant job that is very difficult and hard to do. You need to be out there and be supportive of them and thank them every single day. Uh, it, uh, the ones in the military do it because they love their country. They do it because they don't only love their country, they love uh, their families. They want to know that their families will have the Constitution. They want to know future generations will be able to live in the, live in the America that I once knew, that we want to bring back, and that's supposed to be there that our forefathers started. They may not be perfect, but they did do a great thing by giving us the opportunity to have the greatest country in the world. It's us, the people, that have to change, and we have got to be willing to make that change, and we're making the change into the wrong direction as being back into where we're separated. We need to become one again. Thank you, and good night.